Welcome to Regenerate You. I'm Dr. Nirvana, a board-certified and licensed naturopathic doctor. I created this podcast to share my tips and knowledge on restoring your health naturally. It's exciting to share my unique approach with you to regenerating your body from the inside out. So get ready to receive practical and effective approaches for living your best life possible in under 15 minutes. Hello everyone, welcome to Regenerate You. I'm Dr. Nirvana. Today, I wanna talk about the number one mistake that most people make when they're trying to heal their gut. We're all trying to eat for better gut health nowadays, but what I'm seeing with my patients is that they're making this perpetual mistake and sometimes it worsens the problem. What's this one mistake that I'm referring to? Well, it's antacids. I see this all the time where patients come to me to address their gas or their bloating, their heartburn, and they can't figure out why it won't go away, period. Every time they have an upset belly, they pop a Tums or they down a Prilosec, Pepsid, or they guzzle down some Pepto. Believe it or not, the majority of people who suffer from reflux and heartburn actually don't produce enough of this stomach acid and antacids make the problem worse. Some of the symptoms of insufficient stomach acid are abdominal bloating after meals or even feeling tired after you eat, reflux, heartburn, weak nails or ridges on the nails, and uh, thinning scalp hair, burping and passing a lot of gas, especially foul smelling gas can be a symptom as well. Bad breath is a big one, and eczema or acne. So antacid medications, they do provide relief from heartburn and reflux, but it can worsen other symptoms. And this is because it lowers the amount of acid in your stomach, which puts you at risk for stomach and intestinal infections like H. pylori and SIBO. Your stomach produces hydrochloric acid as soon as food enters it. The acid specifically helps to digest protein foods by activating protein-digesting enzymes called proteases. So people with low stomach acid typically experience bloating and indigestion after eating foods like red meat, fish, eggs, or poultry, high-protein foods. And you also need enough stomach acid in order to absorb vitamins and minerals like B12 and zinc, calcium, iron, magnesium in particular. So these require high levels of stomach acid for their absorption. And this explains why people with hypochlorhydria typically experience health problems like fatigue and low mood, weak nails, or hair loss. These are symptoms of malabsorption. The other main purpose of stomach acid is to provide a disinfectant action. A strong acid is a good way of killing harmful bacteria or bugs that you may have accidentally swallowed due to whenever you were eating another meal or if you were traveling or what have you. People with low stomach acid are very prone to getting food poisoning or just feeling off a bit after eating. They're also more prone to catching parasitic infections in the gut. The interesting thing is that in the vast majority of cases, people with heartburn and reflux, again, don't make too much stomach acid. The acid is just in the wrong location. So 
causing burning and irritation in the esophagus and the throat is a common symptom. So the esophagus transports food to your stomach after you swallowed it, and there's a valve at the end of the esophagus controlling the entry of food into the stomach. This valve is known as the esophageal sphincter. Once food has entered in your stomach and your stomach has secreted some acid, the sphincter then tightens and it prevents food and acid from traveling in the wrong direction, basically up the esophagus again. So the stomach contents need to be at a really low pH, meaning very acidic, in order to keep that valve closed tightly. If there is not enough acid in the stomach, which happens in people with hypochlorhydria, the valve becomes more loose and allows acid and stomach contents to travel upwards, causing the symptoms of acid reflux and heartburn. And if there's too much bad bacteria in the stomach and intestines, they release gases which travel up and compromise the integrity of the esophageal sphincter too. So taking an antacid does lessen symptoms by blocking acid production, but it doesn't address the source of the problem and it makes it worse in the long run. So what can you do if you have hypochlorhydria? First and foremost, Increase your consumption of bitter foods. When your taste buds register a bitter taste, signals travel along your vagus nerve that stimulate your stomach to secrete acid. This is why it's a good idea to nibble on something bitter tasting at the beginning of a meal. And this triggers acid production. So a lot of cultures have something called digestives and they'll have a little bit before a meal and it's usually like uh, you'll find it in Swedish bitters and things of like that so you can use that or examples of bitter foods would be radicchio, arugula, endives, chicory, and bitter melon. Second thing would be to include natural acids in your diet. These are vinegars, lemons, lime juice, so try taking a tablespoon of lemon juice prior to eating to help increase the acidity of your gut during mealtime. And third, try juicing some cabbage. I know it sounds bizarre, but purple cabbage in particular, it's filled with vitamin U, which is actually not a vitamin, but it's an enzyme. And it's found in cabbage as well as celery, spinach, kale, and parsley. So vitamin U is very soothing to the gut lining. So you may want to make a juice out of all these veggies next time you're experiencing a bit of heartburn to see if that helps. And lastly, I highly recommend taking my gut Becom. I formulated this product to help heal all sorts of gut issues for constipation to heartburn while regenerating every one of your gut cells. You can find it on my website if you're wanting to get started on it ASAP. And it only takes two scoops a day and eight ounces of water to start seeing the benefits. Before we finish, I want to leave you with a word of caution. Sometimes antacids are necessary, but in general, they are very overprescribed and only mask symptoms. They don't address the underlying digestive disorder. But if you are on any antacids or medications to help your gut, please consult with your doctor before discontinuing any of them.
Okay, everyone, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions, please remember to contact me on my Instagram at Dr. Nirvana or on my Facebook page at Dr. Nirvana Hills. And remember, when you regenerate, there's a new you every day. Bye-bye, everyone.